13 movies where Frankenstein meets Dracula meets the Wolfman. Welcome to Monster Complex. I'm Will Christopher, editor of MonsterComplex.com. If you're a monster fan or a monster hunter, then you're in the right place. Monster Complex is devoted to monster fiction in all its forms, from books to movies to TV and other media, from Frankenstein to Godzilla, Buffy to X-Files, Ultraman to Hellboy. Stick around for author interviews, lists, special features, and more. Alright, at the outset I'll let you know I'm actually reading this off the website. There is a blog post that has all of these movies, it has all of this information. There are links, there are uh, trailers, there are videos to watch, just to let you know. So here we go. Monster Mash, 13 movies where Frankenstein meets Dracula meets the Wolfman. From the 1920s through to the 1950s, Universal Studios was the go-to place for classic monster movies. However, as they latched onto franchise characters that could carry a film series, soon came the urge to have the various monsters meet up. So they did, to varying degrees of success. Listen now for a list of 13 monster movies that feature some combination of Frankenstein's monster, Count Dracula, the Wolfman, and assorted vampires, werewolves, mummies, and more. Our first movie in the list is Frankenstein Meets the Wolfman from 1943. The first of Universal's crossover monster movies, Frankenstein Meets the Wolfman, makes a promise that doesn't happen until like a minute and a half before the end of the movie. Starring Lon Chaney Jr. as the Wolfman and Bela Lugosi as Frankenstein's monster, this film served as both a sequel to 1941's The Wolfman and 1942's The Ghost of Frankenstein. Now, when we last saw the monster, he'd been given a brain transplant, which meant he started talking like Bela Lugosi and lost his eyesight. Well, apparently, Frankenstein Meets the Wolfman was originally filmed to continue this thread, but test audiences laughed at the monster's thick Hungarian accent, so all the dialogue was cut. As a result, the monster is blindly lurching around for no reason, a trait that ended up being copied for decades, despite the loss of the original context. Although there are only two monsters in this one, I'm including it on the list because it is the first Universal Monsters team-up. Our second film is House of Frankenstein from 1944. Now this is a sequel to Frankenstein Meets the Wolfman and 1943's Son of Dracula. House of Frankenstein brings back Cheney as the wolf, Boris Karloff as a mad scientist, and introduces John Carradine as Count Dracula, and Glenn Strange as the monster, who continued the monster's characterization as inarticulate and shambling. It's been said that early scripts also included the mummy, the invisible man, and more from the Universal Monster Stable. Now we have House of Dracula from 1945. This sequel to House of Frankenstein brought back the same actors for the main monsters. So Lon Chaney Jr. is the Wolfman, Glenn Strange is Frankenstein's monster, and John Carradine is Count Dracula. Now, like the previous installments, there's more promise than payoff. In fact, a bizarre amount of screen time is given to this mad doctor at the expense of the three monsters that got us in the door. There's also a dumb medical explanation given for Lawrence Talbot's condition, and he gets a surgical operation to get, um, de-wolfified. Which brings us to 1948's Abbott and Costello Meet Frankenstein. When you watch these movies in context, you discover that Abbott and Costello Meet Frankenstein is pound for pound, one of the best sequels in the entire Universal Monsters library. It's easily the best of the crossovers. You get great moments from the Wolfman, played by Lon Chaney Jr., 
the Frankenstein monster, played by Glenn Strange, and Dracula, played by Bela Lugosi, returning to the role for the first time in 17 years. You get to see the monsters interact multiple times, and you get a great scene where the Frankenstein's monster is chasing the title comedy team, while the Wolfman is fighting Dracula. And darn it, the plot makes a whole lot more sense than some of the previous films. The monsters are treated with respect, and the film is a hoot. The United States Library of Congress selected it for preservation in the National Film Registry. Reader's Digest named it one of the top 100 funniest films of all time, and the American Film Institute listed it among 100 funniest American movies. Our next film on the list is 1967's Mad Monster Party. Although Rankin Bass's most memorable successes come from their collection of stop-motion Christmas TV specials, this full-length stop-motion film put them squarely in Halloween territory. This 1967 theatrical release finds Dr. Frankenstein, voiced by Boris Karloff, planning to retire. So he sends out invitations to a host of monsters to attend a party where he will name his successor. The film includes the likes of Frankenstein's monster, Count Dracula, the Hunchback of Notre Dame, the Invisible Man, and non-legally actionable variations on the Wolfman, the Mummy, and the Creature from the Black Lagoon. There's also a surprise attendee at the end, but I'm not going to spoil it here. The film is a little slow, but worth checking out for the caricatures of these classic monsters. And dig that groovy title theme. Go to the show notes for this episode. I will, I will link to the theme, because it is. if you haven't heard it, it's really cool. All right, now we're up to 1970's Assignment Terror. I've never seen this one, but this 1970 Spanish-German-Italian horror film has one of the most amazing plot descriptions ever. Aliens from a dying world plan to take over the Earth through a convoluted plan that involved possessing the bodies of dead Earth scientists and then bringing to life a vampire, werewolf, mummy, and Frankenstein's monster. But their plan hits a snag when the aliens start feeling human emotions and the Wolfman becomes a one-monster army to save the world. Holy crap, I've got to see this. And in fact, if you go to the blog post, look for the link in the show notes, I actually have the entire film embedded into the blog post. All right, now we're at 1972's Dracula Prisoner of Frankenstein. I haven't watched this one either. This is a 1972 Spanish-French Lichtensteinian-Portuguese co-production. Dr. Frankenstein captures Count Dracula, and according to the Amazon description, quote, Soon the countryside is overrun with seductive vampire vixens, a bloodthirsty werewolf, leering servants, and two horror titans at each other's throats, end quote. Granted, it's no alien invaders versus a one wolfman army. And now we're at 1985's Transylvania 65000. Okay, confession, I've avoided this one for years. But while I was writing this article, I read the description and thought it sounded pretty cool. Quote, Two tabloid reporters, played by Jeff Goldblum and Ed Begley Jr., travel to modern-day Transylvania to uncover the truth behind sightings of the Frankenstein's monster and come across other horror film staples, Mummy, Wolfman, Vampire, each with a twist. End quote. There is more to the plot on Wikipedia, but then I watched the trailer and resumed my lifelong plan to never watch this movie. Ah, now we've reached 1987's The Monster Squad. This cult classic from the 1980s is like a cross between a Steven Spielbergian summer family movie and a Universal Monsters rally. 
a kids club that is obsessed with movie monsters discovers there are real monsters in town, including Count Dracula, Frankenstein's monster, the mummy, the wolfman, and the gill man. One day out of every century, the forces of good and evil reach a balance, and the kids have to save the world from Dracula. What's remarkable is that the film is funny, charming, and takes the monsters completely seriously. This is such a good movie. All right, now we've reached 2004's Van Helsing. Following the success of his Mummy series starring Brendan Fraser, director Steven Summers turned his attention to the other Universal monsters. He intended to launch a new franchise series with Van Helsing, which stars Hugh Jackman alongside Kate Beckinsale. This tribute to the Universal Monster Rally films includes Count Dracula, Frankenstein's Monster, Mr. Hyde, and an assortment of werewolves. It has some nice touches, but the movie was just trying too hard to do too much. The next film on our list is Hotel Transylvania from 2012. This animated film is a charming reimagining of the Universal Monsters that finds Count Dracula as the owner of a monsters-only hotel where they can stay clear of the humans that hate them. To celebrate the birthday of his teen daughter Mavis Dracula, who just turned to 118, he invites his best monster friends over, including Frankenstein's monster, a werewolf, a mummy, and an invisible man, among others. When the hotel is unexpectedly visited by a lost human traveler, Dracula attempts to prevent Mavis from falling in love with him before the hotel's guests learn a human is in the hotel. The start of a film trilogy and spin-off TV series, Hotel Transylvania was the directorial debut of Jendi Tartakovsky, who'd made a name for himself as creator of the animated television series Dexter's Laboratory, Samurai Jack, Star Wars Clone Wars, and for his work on Powerpuff Girls. And the powerhouse voice cast includes Adam Sandler, Andy Samberg, Selena Gomez, Kevin James, Steve Buscemi, David Spade, CeeLo Green, Fran Drescher, Molly Shannon, John Lovitz, and Chris Parnell. Quick note here, they've actually announced a Hotel Transylvania 4. Uh, I do not remember the details, but it is, it is a film that is being planned. All right, the next film on our list is Dark Army. Hasn't been made yet, it is being planned. For a time there, Universal was making public announcements left and right that they were going to retool their classic Universal monsters with the shared universe model done so well by Marvel Studios. But some missteps convinced them to rethink their plans. One of those rethinks, so to speak, is to work with director Paul Feig, whose resume includes Bridesmaids, Spy, The Heat, Ghostbusters, and a simple favor. Few details are available about Dark Army, except that Feig plans to incorporate both classic Universal monsters and some original characters. Last report, the script is in rewrites now. Another film that is planned is a musical project titled Monster Mash. Few details on this one too, except that it will be directed by Grammy-nominated music video director Matt Stosky. Based on the title, everyone assumes it will be related to the 1960s novelty record. And although 13 is a great number for a list of monster movies, we actually have a bonus 14th movie here that came in at the last minute. As I am recording this, it was recently reported that Toy Story 4 director Josh Cooley is writing and directing a new movie that will pay tribute to the classic Universal Monsters. Titled Little Monsters, it will take an all-ages approach to the studio's classic monster characters. Not to be confused with 2019's delightful zombie rom-com Little Monsters starring Lupita Nyong'o that you can watch right now on Hulu, or the similarly titled 1989 comedy starring Fred Savage and Howie Mandel. 
This new movie will take an all-ages approach to Universal's classic monsters. Little Monsters' plot is still unknown, but the Hollywood Reporter says sources describe it as a love letter to classic Hollywood and the history of filmmaking with a story that takes a multi-generational approach to the monsters. As I said, it will be directed by Josh Cooley, who helmed Toy Story 4, which made more than $1 billion at the box office and won an Oscar for Best Animated Feature. Cooley spent 17 years at Pixar, working as a storyboard artist on such movies as The Incredibles and Cars, and he was one of the writers on 2015's Inside Out. And there you have it. Our list of 13 movies where Frankenstein meets Dracula meets the Wolfman, which of course turned out to be 14 movies. Go to the show notes for this episode, where you can find links for more information about these movies and other great monster movies at monstercomplex.com. Thanks for joining me for this episode of Monster Complex. Become a Monster Complex member. Find out how to join our family at patreon.com slash monstercomplex. Subscribe to our free online magazine at monstercomplex.com. I'm Will Christopher. We'll see you again for the next episode of Monster Complex. Monster Complex.